Welcome to KingCast with Barry, Colton, and Dan. We pray that this podcast would encourage, strengthen, and grow you in supernatural ways this year. Please like and share and send this to your friends. If you have any questions, check us out at myking.ca or on Facebook at myking. So, hey everyone, glad you can join us again for another podcast, KingCast podcast, I keep saying, and uh, we were just chatting about parables, if you want to call them that, or they're like allegories in the Bible. It's really a story with a moral teaching. And the one we were chatting about, uh, this one specifically anyway, and there's other ones, is it's talking about stewardship. Uh, Dan's Bible called it investments, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, and we've been throwing around the word ability and just talking about ability back and forth. But, you know, it's found in Matthew chapter 25, and it just talks about God giving each person ability. And it seems like even at different levels, like this guy got the five, mm-hmm. this guy got the two, this guy got the one. And what did we do with that ability? Yeah, and so a parable... Really, in these parables, Jesus was talking about what the kingdom of heaven is like. Mm-hmm. He says, I liken the kingdom of heaven to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I we understand that stewardship is a lot bigger than just money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The stewardship is bigger than just resources or what we have yeah. at our fingertips. Yeah. And so we've been discussing that back and forth just before we started this podcast. Yeah, yeah and so parables, right? Like Barry just said, they're they're usually to teach you something deeper and so what's on the surface, uh, sometimes you can take that, but there is a deeper meaning. And so a parable can be like the same thing. If I was to say, I'm so hungry, I could eat a horse right now. I'm not literally saying I could eat a horse, but you understand what I'm saying. I'm yeah. hungry and there's a deeper meaning. I could eat a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so in these parables we read about, and, and we're focusing on Matthew 25 from 14 to 30, and Barry explained this. This is a, the, a rich ruler who comes and he leaves three of his servants with different amounts of money. And and then when he comes back, he asks what they did with the money. Yeah. And and I honestly don't think the, the levels of money is really something to focus in on. In Luke, he gave them all the same amount. Yeah. In Mark, it's a little different as well. Talking about cities. Talking yeah. about cities, yeah. yeah. Um, but the interesting thing is Matthew 25, 14 to 30. It actually, there's two parables that come before this. And both the parables have the main focus of the Lord returning. returning yeah. In the first parable, it talks about a servant standing and waiting at the gate, taking care of the master's house. And another servant who went, I don't see the master coming back. So he started to get drunk and sleep around. And and then the master showed up all of a sudden. So in actually all three of these parables, it talks about a master returning, but no one knowing the time. And then in the second parable, it talks about these 10 virgins who have lampstands and some have oil in them and some don't. And then the Lord invite comes and invites them in. Right. And then in this last one, what we just talked about, he gives them the money and... So the but the main focus is he's, he's coming, coming back, back. and in all three parables the focus was on 
what was the servant, what was the virgin, and, and again, what were the servants doing with the time, resources, abilities yeah. Yeah. they yeah. had before the Lord came back. Increasing them. Yeah. Increase is big. Increase is in big. In what God has blessed us with. Oh, God is all about growth. Yeah. Everything that has life grows. Yeah. And, and so what we see here in this parable is the third servant, he actually buries his money. So again, there's no growth. Nothing's happening now with that. And the master comes back and he goes, well, you could have at least put this in a bank and it would have grown a little bit. So it wasn't like he was looking for some crazy substantial, you have to become this amazing, famous person with all this wealth for me to be happy. He was looking for growth. Yeah. Have you done something with what I've given you? Mm-hmm. Um and so we actually have all had these kind of experiences in our life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, so as most of you guys know, me and Colton worked for Youth for Christ uh, for five years. And I, I actually remember where we were on the highway driving back uh, from, a, I think it was probably a YFC function. And we were talking just about like these house churches that we were running in parallel to our youth work ministry life. And we were kind of talking like, man, is God actually asking us to step out and take a risk and jump into something greater, paying more? Actually, we probably use these words, stewarding the house church responsibilities that we've been given. Yeah. And um, we talked about it. We're like, no, it's too crazy. It's too risky. We've got a good thing going. This ministry is amazing. But there was a point on the road where we thought, what if we're bearing a talent yeah. And we're not doing anything with, and it's crazy because we were doing good youth work yeah. where we mm-hmm. felt convicted and compelled and invited into stewarding this talent of fostering host church growth. And I just had this picture of thinking, am I more afraid of what man's going to think today than what God will think when I'm being right. judged for yeah. what he's entrusted me exactly to Exactly what these parables are talking yeah. about. Yeah. Exactly. When he comes back, when I stand before the father in his splendor, with judgment and grace on that moment, what's he going to say to me? Mm-hmm. So for us, it was kind of the, the diving board of exploring, what would that look like, Lord? Mm-hmm. And then that's Barry, you've got a side of that story too. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was just thinking it was a teaching ministry. I yeah. wanted to be able to, and I, I was doing that, going to a church here, going to a church there, speaking. It seemed like a nice, simple plan. Mm-hmm. I'll have this ministry that I was blessed with through... Uh, uh, John Housing, Pastor John, yeah. and then um, um, we established it with our own board and everything, and I said it'll just be a teaching ministry. But after a few years had gone by, it became empty again. Mm. And so we began to pray about it. And and then, of course, uh, uh, outreach was what do you want us to do? Missionary work, do you want us to give to missions, Lord? What did, like Your main purpose is to see people born again. Mm. And over the time we were praying about it in, in a month or two, Colton and Aaron became on our hearts Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. had talked to Cheryl and she's like yeah that just feels just like the right thing to do and so we had a supper together and Colton told me at that time uh, Colton and Aaron said no we're not really planning on leaving you unlimited (laughs) I'm like oh okay Lord Uh, or okay and then I'm thinking okay Lord I you know I just felt I stepped out in faith and did what I was supposed to do and then what was it? Oh, what, man. Six months later? Six, eight months later. Yeah, eight kind months. of a year ago this month. Yeah. That's <laughs> when we jumped in. And I got a phone call from 
Colton or from Aaron or a yeah. text, hey, do you want to do lunch? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, sure, we can do lunch because I had known Aaron from Bible school. I had taught her in Bible school mm-hmm. and she'd actually worked at the church where I was working as a worship leader and I was the executive administrator. And so we had, we invited them for supper. So they're probably inviting us for lunch to pay us back. <laughs> yeah. But at that lunch, we found out, no, that it was now time for them to move. And so we begin to see God's hand falling into place. Yeah. And then Colton says, hey, I know this other man by the name of Dan and his (laughs) wife, Megan, who also run a house church, which I didn't know. Yeah. I just thought it was you. And I knew you were working with somebody. I thought it was just one house church you both were working at. Yeah. So. here we are. And here we are, yeah. And, you know, I look back now and think, man, could have very easily missed that. Yeah. I could have said, no, Lord, I'm just going to stand in faith and grip my teeth Mm -hmm. and believe for places to speak. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And so many of us do that. Yeah. And God has this God God has this plan. And I'm not saying we're one, two, or five mm-hmm. ability yeah. people. Yeah. We're just going where we're going. And it feels like to me like we started as one ability people. Yeah. I look mm-hmm. back after a year and I'm thinking, I think we're two ability people totally. now because it seems like we're affecting more and more people. Yeah. And so we'll just mm-hmm. let that let that go. But what are you doing with the resources or what God's blessed you with now? And Cheryl and I were blessed with having a contact with with this nonprofit organization that I didn't have to do the paperwork for. Yeah, unreal. That was basically given to us to say, here, you guys run with it, and we moved it into Red Deer. And, uh, yeah, so these resources all the time are what's at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. And I kind of remember my mother talking about this on the farm. She was on the farm, and she didn't have money to give away, or she didn't have all these. I mean, we're stuck in a little community in Saskatchewan. And I remember her saying, you know, I used to get, I, I, I get extra chickens and then I would raise them and I would give 10% of those away. Mm-hmm. Right? Even today, she's 80 some years old. She has a garden. It's the whole width of her lot, 50 feet wide. <laughs> it's about 30 feet deep. Yeah. Well, she can't eat all those things that yeah. she grows in there, but she's always like, oh, the neighbors take a pail of cucumbers. And these people have been picking raspberries because they're going to can them. And she's just got this heart to give what she can or what God has given her Mm -hmm. as a blessing. And I think that's what we talked about. What's your ability to affect your neighborhood, your community, your area that God's given you? Yeah, you might not be doing what me, Dan, and Barry are doing. That doesn't make you any less. But yeah, like Barry just said, what ability do you have where you're at right now? And like Barry said... I feel like we might we might have started if if you're going by the levels in this parable of five two and one we might have started by as ones yeah. and we had this little ability to influence some people around us mm-hmm. and then but like you said because the Lord says at the end of this parable for the one who has will be given more mm-hmm. until he overflows with abundance um, and so there's this. This level of we we step out, we risk, we use the abilities we had to influence and make changes in our community, and then through that this year we're we're all just a month ago sitting back going, wow, mm-hmm. what happened? What how God <laughs> has been Lord. so good, and we we've, we've seen this increase in in people and finances and salvation salvations and baptisms and the ability to speak in different places yeah it's nothing on us it doesn't feel like effort <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel like effort it's just going work. lord and what can we do with what it? can we do where, with it? where do you want to take it what's the next step yeah i don't think either one of us has a 
five-year vision, at least. <laughs> yeah. and I may be leading my King Ministries as the chairman, president, pastor of it, but I don't know in five years, to tell you yeah. the truth, I have no plan five years down yeah. the road. Yeah. Well, so the, sorry to let you guys know that during a podcast. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the servant who received the, let's just say, $1,000, he wasn't condemned for not being the guy who got $5,000. Yeah, right. Good. He was condemned... Because he did nothing yeah. with what he had. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and it's interesting to to note, I think, in this parable, if you go and read it, Matthew 25, 14 to 30. Um, I read this yesterday thinking, oh, this is going to be a fun podcast and really easy to talk about. And as I read it, I went, whoa, this is, um, there's some things that stood out to me a little bit here. feels deeper. It feels deeper. And at one point, the servant with the least amount, who hid it, buried it, and the master comes back. The servant says, I knew you were an angry man yeah. who took for himself. And and depending on what translation you read, the answer from the Lord, or the, the rich young ruler or whatever, you say I'm an angry man who takes for himself, question mark. Mm-hmm. It wasn't saying, he wasn't agreeing, saying, yeah, I am those things, so you should have put it in the bank. Mm-hmm. He's saying, even if you thought I was that way. Yeah. So there's this like mischaracterization yeah. of the person. And because they're scared and they think of that person in a way, they they actually become selfish and think, I will better myself by just hiding this. Yeah. But in the long run, it actually was very Harm. costly yeah. for them. Yeah, I was going to say, I think what we can take from this parable, what the... $1,000 person <laughs> did wrongly was had a terrible view of the master. Yeah. So if you're, if you're yeah. listening to this, I think that improper view of what the master expects from you. Yeah. If there's a ring in your spirit, you should lean in a little bit because if you think, if you try anything and God's just going to punish you and get mad at you, yeah. I would just question you to say he's not like that. Yeah. He gives good gifts to his kids. Yeah. And his whole point is that we would make him known and that we would know who he is. Yeah. So I like the way the message puts it, actually. After all of that, he said, I was afraid I might disappoint you. So I found a good hiding place and I, I stored it. Here it is, safe and sound. And the master was furious. That's a terrible way to live. It's criminal to live cautiously like that. If you knew I was after the best, why did you do less than the least? The least you could have done was to give it to the bank so you could invest or make some interest on it, where at least I would have gotten a little bit. So take take the thousand and give it to the one who risked the most and get rid of this play it safe life who won't go out on a limb. Um, yeah, I just think it's really crazy that in the message, Eugene Peterson paraphrases it and says, that's a terrible way to live life. Yeah. Not sure of the master, his characteristics. And then out of fear, out of disappointing him, you do nothing. Mm-hmm. So we invite you um, in community, in relationship, figure out who God is, figure out what he's gifted you with, mm-hmm. and then do something with it. Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah. be, don't be foolish, but don't be fearful. Yeah. And so, yeah, we've all been given abilities. And, and I just wrote down some of, I think, biblical abilities that we've all been given. You can go ahead and read... 
1 Peter 4.10. That talks about some gifts that he gave us, the gift of serving, the gift of speaking, teaching. And again, all these things point back to Jesus. Mm -hmm. They were given to point to him. Um, We've been given the ability to feed hungry, cure the sick, uh, serve the least of these, clothe the naked, welcome strangers. Um, Those who are found faithful may hear, like the leader said when he came back, well done, good and faithful servants. Mm-hmm. Um, the investment must be holy for the benefit of the Lord. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for the loss was the servants, the gain was the Lord's. Not that you're not going to enjoy the gift or the ability God gives you, yeah. but the bottom line is yeah. it's the Lord's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that passage of scripture because verse 7 and 8 says, says this, but the end of all things is at hand. Be therefore sober, watch, and pray. Yeah. And above all things, have fervent love among yourselves. Yeah, that's good. And so that's the underlying factor of why we do things is because we have love amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked about what's your ability? Do you have money? Do you have land? Do you, do you have something material? Yeah. You know, things that pop into my mind. Do you run a radio station? Mm-hmm. Well, give some of that time to the Lord. Yeah. Right? Do you, do you have a business? Uh, what are you selling in that business? Mm-hmm. Well, give some of that to the Lord. Yeah. And then as Colton is talking, I'm thinking, boy, but what, you know, one thing we have that we all have that's fairly equal. We have a voice. Yeah. Are we using that voice? Yeah. Are we using that voice in love? Yeah. yeah. yeah are we, are we, so we have actions and then we have our voice. And mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes I think, I know one uh, uh, lady who's pastoring now, but she had said to me, you know, I struggle talking one and two, mm-hmm. one on three, one on one. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's strange because I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I struggle talking to the public more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, no, give me a microphone. I love talking to the public. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. wow, there's an ability there that's different. Mm-hmm. And of course she's pastoring now, but. And so she knows how to deal one-on-one. But I just thought, yeah, well, what say, are you doing? Even in mine and Colton's relationship, I've, I've seen Colton minister uh, from a stage with a platform to dozens, if not hundreds of people multiple times. And I'm always in awe. It's unbelievable mm-hmm. to watch him use the, the gift that God has given the ability and the spiritual gifting, that gift of evangelism, I think, to talk to a crowd. And I, I sit back and think, I'd be terrified to be up there right now. I would blow the moment. Mm-hmm. But I feel really confident in like a small group setting, like our host mm-hmm. church is up to 12, even like 20, 30. Like the mm-hmm. other night we had 24. Was, and it was yeah. like way too, it was too much for me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't steer all these yahoos. Yeah. But like 3 mm-hmm. to 12 is like definitely more where I'm comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we were talking like, yeah, I think the voice is powerful because we get pushed back in missional community. I could never do what you and Colton do. Mm-hmm. And that's the saying the same thing. I can never do what Colton's doing. Yeah. And maybe I'm not supposed to is the point. Yeah. But I should never compare myself. First Corinthians 4, 7 talks about comparison and complaining mm-hmm. about what you don't have. Yeah. That's a thief of joy in yeah. your life following Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you have? What is your platform if you're a single mom or a stay-at-home mom and you're you're having a mom over for coffee, you're going to the park, that is your 
ability, that's your gift. Yeah. Are you using it? Stewardship and your gift, yep. And it's using your voice, like you said, Barry. So in missional community, we're all about witnessing. Mm -hmm. If you don't like that term evangelizing, use witnessing. (laughs) (laughs) Because we feel like kind of talking about this passage, that's Mm -hmm. all something we can do. And we have different levels, different abilities. Yeah. And the end of the day, it's... Do we know Christ mm-hmm. and are we making him known? Are we making him yeah. And I would just say this to you at the end. The sheep and the goats, the, the part right after the scripture we're just talking about, Jesus literally says, you can do all these things, but if you don't know me, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't count for much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't get caught up in just simply doing things for God. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's your relationship with him it's, yeah. that overflows into... Yeah. Showing other people and using those gifts to impact the people around you. So yeah. hear hear that today too. Yeah, yeah, I really like that, Dan. Like, I feel like uh, even reading this parable, you can maybe get caught up in the five, two, and one, and and then if you yourself feel like a one you can start to have that comparison of why didn't I get the five? five yeah, and, and I had to say the same or... thing back to Dan. Yeah. I will. I walk into a room with three, four, five people, and Dan can captivate them. He has them over for dinner. Him and his wife are praying for him. They're having these amazing moments, and I sit in those moments and feel awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I watch get Dan's gifts work. And again, it's this point of like, I don't sit there and go, "Well, why didn't I get that?" I actually mm-hmm. celebrate yeah, that good. Dan has that ability. Yeah. And and so that's the whole thing. It's what are the abilities you've been given? Mm-hmm. How are you stewarding them? Mm-hmm. What investments are you making with them yeah. to see advancement in the kingdom, to see growth in you spiritually, um, and and to to see God manifested around you, made yeah. known around you, exalted and praised. We're just so thankful, Father, that you want to use us. Yeah. It is an honor. It is a privilege, and it is humbling, Lord, Mm -hmm. for these are people that you love in the deepest ways, Lord, and I pray that we would learn and that we would have that same sense and see the value of people, see the love you have for them, but also that we would be able to cultivate that love also, Lord, that we would also almost feel responsible, Lord, for each person on the earth receiving you as Lord and Savior, as meeting you and having a relationship with you, that we would see that we are key to what you want to accomplish in our communities, in our neighborhoods, in our areas, Lord, that you have set us in. And it doesn't matter which part of Canada you're listening to this, you have, uh, you can have that heart. You can have that heart of love. And so I pray right now, Father, that each person listening to this podcast would take some time and search themselves and to look for ways to use the abilities that God's given them. As simple as growing a few extra chickens yeah. <laughs> or as giving tens of thousands of dollars yeah. to uh, ministries or just witnessing to your neighbor, yeah. whatever it might be, Lord, just all those different levels. Yeah. And I thank you, Father, that it doesn't matter to you uh, what level we are, you love us all the yeah, same. Yeah. And we give you praise, honor, and glory today. Yeah. And thank you for this opportunity to share. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
KingCast is an outreach of My King Ministries, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.myking.ca and check out all the ministries from house church to teaching and books, past podcasts, and much more. Have a great day, and don't forget to keep your heart on Him.